0: And suddenly, a great tempest arose on the sea, so that the boat was covered with the waves. But he was asleep. Then his disciples came to him and awoke him. Lord, save us. We perish. Why are you fearful? For you of little faith. Then he arose and rebuked the winds of the sea. And there was a great calm. So the men marveled. see your band Good evening, good afternoon, and good morning wherever you're at in the world. I am Jason, your co-host with God and Jesus Christ at my side because they are the host with the most. They are the ones in the captain's chair. They are at the wheel, which means one thing. They are steering the ship through these crazy waters that we call life. So welcome. Glad to have you all. Have you all here at His Line for episode 508. We will be doing a reading out of Genesis chapter 32, and then we'll get into a little bit of a summary. It is Wednesday, April 12th. That would be 2023. Last I checked, April 12th, 2023. So welcome to His Line, ladies and gentlemen. I hope everybody is doing well. And uh, <clears throat> you made it through the middle of the week. Congratulations. Not that that, like, is any really any real big accomplishment but hey we're there so congratulations i'm gonna say it anyway so today i was going to attend the georgia uh, education call the georgia general Journal assembly education call i thought today was presentation one of three but apparently tonight is uh presentation three of three so i'm going to catch it next week which is the only reason why i did not start this podcast at six o'clock so there is that um i'll get into about what i did yesterday on the next show but uh, what we're gonna do we're gonna get right into the reading just for the sake of time um you guys pulled me away i tell you you know you guys are lucky i love you so much seriously you know because obviously i don't make any money over here and which is quite all right but i was actually perfectly content in my recliner i was watching top gun maverick with my wife and daughter as we were eating dinner because my daughter is now just in love with that movie. And thanks to my mom, who allows us to use her, uh, their Prime account because we don't have Prime. We, we predominantly watch, uh, Pure Flicks, but, um, we're obsessed with that Maverick movie. It is a great movie. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, you guys peeled me out of my, my chair to come into my other chair. And, um, I am missing part of the movie. So, I hope you guys realize how special you guys all are because that's a good movie. I mean, really, that's a great movie. I'm not one that thinks sequels are typically better than the first movie of anything, especially when it comes to like Rocky movies. Um, but this one, I got to say, the the sequel to 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 Top Gun, ah, man, that's a close that's a close second. I mean, they're they're darn near equal. It's really really good. So anyway, so we're going to get right into the reading. And I promise you, I am not going to be reading out of the 1599 Geneva Bible because yesterday was brutal. I had a hard time reading all the old English. I gave it a good shot. I will go back to it every once in a while, but I am not going to do that every day. That was challenging. The sentence structures and how things are you know, situated as far as the wording, I just can't do it because it stumbles me. And I know it probably stumbles some of you. There's just no way. So today we're going to be reading out of the New American Bible Revised Edition, and it is Chapter 32. And if you kind of remember from yesterday's reading, this kind of it left us with a little bit of a cliffhanger because now Jacob was heading back home, and he wasn't sure exactly what he was going to be met with when it came to his brother Esau, because of the fact that Jacob stole his brother's um, blessing from his father before their father died. So let's see what's going to go on. These next two chapters should be very riveting. So let's get right into the reading here. So chapter 32, New American Bible Revised Edition. And it reads, Early the next morning, Leban kissed his grandchildren and his daughter and blessed them. Then he set out on his journey back home. Meanwhile, Jacob continued on his way, on his own way, and God's angel, in, angels encountered him. Now, when Jacob saw them, he said, This is God's encampment, so he named that place Mahanam or Manahayim. Jacob sent messengers ahead to his brother Esau in the land of Seir, the county of Edom, ordering them, thus you shall say to the Lord Esau, thus says your servant Jacob, I have been residing with Leban and have de- been delayed until now. I own oxen, donkeys and sheep as well as male and female servants. I have sent my Lord this message in hope of gaining your favor. When the messengers returned to Jacob, they said, We found your brother Esau. He is now coming to meet you, and 400 men are with him. Jacob was very much frightened. In his anxiety, he divided the people who were with him, as well as the flocks, herds, and camels, into two camps. If Esau should come and attack the camp, he reasoned that the remaining camp may still escape. Then Jacob prayed. God of my father, Abraham, and God of my father, Isaac, you Lord, who said to me, go back to your land and your relatives, and I will be good to you. I am unworthy of all acts of kindness and faithfulness that you have performed for my servant. Although I crossed the Jordan here with nothing but my staff, I have now grown into two camps. Save me from the hand of my brother, from the hand of Esau. Otherwise, I fear that he will come and strike me down and the mothers with, my, with the children. You yourself said, I will be very good to you, and I will make your descendants like of the sands of the sea, which are too numerous to count. After passing the, the night there, Jacob selected from what he had with him a present from his brother Esau. 200 goats and 20 he-goats, 200 ewes and 20 rams, 30 female camels and their young, 40 cows and 10 bulls, 20 female donkeys and 10 male donkeys. He put these animals in the care of his servants in separate herds. And he told his servants, go ahead of me, but keep some space between the herds. He ordered the servant in the lead. When my brother Esau meets you and asks, to whom do you belong? Where are you going? To whom do these animals belong, ahead of you belong? And tell him, to your servant Jacob, but they have been sent as a gift to my lord Esau. Jacob himself is right behind us. He also ordered the second servant, and the third, and all the others who followed behind the herds. Thus and so you shall say to Esau when you reach him, and also tell him, Your servant Jacob is right behind us. For Jacob reasoned, if I first appease him with a gift that precedes me, Then later, when I face him, perhaps he will forgive me. So the gifts went on ahead of him while he stayed that night in the camp. That night, however, Jacob arose, took his two wives with his two maidservants and his eleven children and crossed the ford of the Jabbok. And after he got them and brought them across the wadi and brought over what belonged to him, Jacob was left there alone. Then a man wrestled with him until the break of dawn, and when the man saw that he could not prevail over him, he struck Jacob's hip at the socket, so that Jacob's socket was dislocated as he wrestled with him. Now the man said, Let me go, for it is daybreak. But Jacob said, I will not let you go until you bless me. What is your name? The man asked, and he answered, Jacob. Then the man said, You shall no longer be named Jacob, but Israel. Because you have contended with the divine and human beings and have prevailed. Jacob then asked him, Please tell me your name. He answered, Why do you ask for my name? With that, he blessed him. Jacob named a place Peniel. Because I have seen God face to face, he said, yet my life has been spa- spared. At sunrise, as he left Peniel, Jacob implied, or excuse me, Jacob limped along because of his hip. That is why, to this day, the Israelites do not eat, and eat the sciatic muscle that is on the hip socket because he had struck Jacob's hip socket at the sciatic muscle. And that is the reading of Genesis chapter 32, verses 1 through 33. A little bit of a shorter chapter compared to yesterday. All right. So, let me just look here in the chat here. Let's see if there's anything uh not a whole lot going on okay so what did we read here so let's get into the summary here so jacob had resolved his conflict with leban and now he returned to the land of canaan and he faces another unresolved conflict now however he must pass near the region where his twin brother esau lives to return home now after being met with some angels of god and declaring that the place of God's camp, Jacob begins working a strategy to know if he can make peace with Esau. Now, 20 years have passed since Jacob cheated Esau out of the family blessing. And he did this by pretending to be Esau. Now, fooling the you know their blind father, Isaac. Now, Esau became murderous in, in response, very angry. And when their mother, Rebekah, learned of Esau's plan to kill Jacob, he had literally run for his life to Leban's household in Paddan Aram. Now returning to his homeland, Jacob could not know if Esau had forgiven him, especially after all that time. So Jacob begins by sending messengers to Esau to let him know that he is back in the land and that he is wealthy and that he hopes to find favor in Esau's sight. And he calls Esau, Lord and himself, Esau's servant. When Jacob's servant returns from Esau, he brings no message other than that Esau is coming with 400 men. And you can imagine that probably be very, very troubling thinking, oh boy, he's coming to get me and uh, there's no way I'm going to escape this. But Jacob can't know, but basically he must presume that Esau is coming to attack him. I mean, when you got 400 men, I mean, that's pretty much a safe bet to assume. And so naturally, he grows greatly distressed. He grows greatly fearful, so terrified that he plans to potentially lose half of his own people. Now, Jacob's first response is to divide everything in a large company into two camps. So if Esau attacks one group, perhaps the other half of the company could possibly survive. I mean, it's a good strategy if I was him. That's probably what I would do. But though Jacob seems to plan for the worst possible outcome, now he prays with great faith and humility, and he dresses the God of Abraham and Isaac, and reminds God and himself that he is in the position because of God. And he is obeying God's command to return and entrusting and his promise to do good for Jacob. And Jacob acknowledges that God has shown his love and faithfulness far beyond that Jacob deserves. Jacob then clearly expresses his fear of Esau and asks God to deliver him, reminding God once more of his promise to make of Jacob a great nation. Now, the next thing is, is, that Jacob prepares an enormous gift sent ahead of his brother or sent ahead to his brother Esau. Now, in hopes of appeasing his presumed anger, the last time these two men spoke, Esau had planned to kill Jacob in revenge. And so the gift includes five herds of animals, goats sheep, camels, cows, donkeys, some 550 animals in total. And they are to reach Esau first and one herd after the other, which each with a message to my Lord Esau that his servant, Jacob, presents these gifts and follows behind. Now, having sent the gift on its way, Jacob rises in the night, and he packs up his family and all he owns and crosses over the Jacob Jabbok, uh, Jabbok River, only to return alone to the other side. Now, then he is unexpectedly and without any biblical explanation. I mean, this kind of was really confusing to me when I started reading it, but you know, all of a sudden he was engaged in a wrestling match in the dark, just out of nowhere, with some mysterious stranger. And Jacob and this unknown assailant appears to be evenly matched to the physical combat, which continues nearly to basically dawn. And finally, the mysterious man attains a major advantage over Jacob, dislocating Jacob's hip. Now, Jacob somehow realizing that he had been wrestling God himself or perhaps an angel and refuses to release his combatant without a blessing. So in a deeply symbolic moment, The man insists that Jacob, infamous for his deception and trickery, identify himself. And Jacob does so honestly and seeming to admit not only his true self, but his position of weakness. And in response, the man, now revealed to be God, changes Jacob's name to Israel. And as we read, Israel means God fights. The man says that Jacob has fought with God and with men and has prevailed. The man blesses Jacob and Jacob renames the place Peniel, meaning face of God. And Jacob declares that he has seen the face of God and been allowed to live. As the sun rises, he limps away to rejoin his family and meet his brother. And so that is the summary of Genesis chapter 32. So as we get further into the reading, And I kind of skipped ahead a little bit, of course, and I read into 33, which I'm not going to give too much. But needless to say, ends up being a very nice reunion. And we'll get into that a little bit more on Friday because for the record, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, tomorrow will be a podcast free Thursday because tomorrow is my only day off. And then I will labor for six days and then I'll have my three day weekend. So that's typically how it works. One day off one weekend and then three days off the following weekend. So tomorrow will be podcast free Thursday. FYI. So, and also, as usual, I always forget to do the disclaimer at the beginning of the show, but I figure it's better late than never. But like I said, remember, I am, as I always state here periodically on the podcast, I'm not a doctor, don't wear a white coat, not a financial advisor. I'm not a pastor, priest, deacon, or biblical scholar or a bar lawyer. So I don't give out legal advice. I am not the official face or voice of the national state or county assemblies. And additionally, I don't advocate for violence and I am my own man. And the opinions, thoughts, and statements are of my own unless I reference other material like I am doing right here with BibleRef.com. It's BibleRef.com. And a little bit more housekeeping. If you want to visit my website, I do have a give, send, go. It is hishardline.com. It's hishardline.com. If you want to email the show, it's hishardline at gmail.com. Hishardline at gmail.com. If you support the work, please visit hishardline.com. And uh, like I said, you'll find the link at the top of the page, of the homepage. And, you know, everything, you know, every little bit goes to either upgrading the studio or basically just kind of, you know, goes into um, just further, just furthering research and you know what we got going on over here but overall though the biggest favor i could ask actually ask all of you is share the show that's my biggest thing i'm going to ask all of you share the show that's that's the biggest thing okay share it far and wide because we need to grow this community more than you guys know because we need to get the you know the information about the assembly out we need to get god's word out to more and more people um it's very very important so we're going to close this out with a prayer, and then we'll continue on with the second show. Now, with the second show, I'm going to tell you, well, in fact, you know what? We'll just, I'll get into that in the next show here. So we're going to close this out with prayer. If you have any prayers you want to add in the chat, please do so now, and I will add it at the uh, tail end of it. Heavenly Father, we want to say thank you so very much, as usual, for giving us this day, giving us another day of life and good health. We pray for the health of those that might have fallen ill to either allergies or colds or anything that they might be dealing with weakened immune system or uh you know due to lack of sleep. So we just pray for people like my wife who is just feeling a little under the weather that um, you know, you just help them feel a little bit better. And we asked for um <clears throat> we just ask that you always help us remain mindful of everything that we do. Always allow us to remain mindful and to live in the moment, to never worry so much about the future or dwell about the past. We need to always just really focus on the here and now. It's so very important. So we, we ask that you always help us in that way, and we, uh, we thank you for every blessing you bring in our life, little and large, things that we oftentimes take for granted. We thank you for the lessons in this Bible, and most importantly, we thank you for your Son, Jesus Christ. And we pray all of this in His name, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen, ladies and gentlemen. So we will be back here on the other side. Give us about a minute or two. We will close this out, and then we will be back on the other side. All right, God bless. And if we don't see you on the other side, we'll see you back here on Friday evening. All right, we'll see you then. And suddenly a great tempest arose on the sea so that the boat was covered with the waves. But he was asleep. Then his disciples came to him and awoke him. Lord, see we perish. Why are you fearful? Oh, you of little faith. Then he arose and rebuked the winds of the sea. And there was a great calm. So the men marveled. Who can this be, that even the winds of the sea obey him?